0: What up? What up? What's going on? It's your boy, Daydrin. This is episode 60 of the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. What it do? What it do? I'm back, better than ever, and there's so much to talk about today that it's been a long time coming, and I got to get some stuff off my chest. Well, not off my chest, but just to talk about some things that's been going on, and it needs to be addressed. But Unfiltered Sportsman is coming back. Um, This will actually be the last name of it after after this episode. And toward the end, I'll tell you the new name and be ready to check it out. Uh, Let's dive right in. Um, A woman has said that if a man is a stepfather, it makes him a weak man. Let me pause right there for a minute and be like, if any man is looking for validation from a woman, if she's not your wife already, I wouldn't even take heed to it. Here's why I say that, because if a woman who's trying to say, she's trying to give the definition of what a man is, what a weak man or strong man is, I guarantee this if it's a stepfather, he's not the weak man, it's the one who's not in the picture right now. Um, so but because it's a lot of men that are taking the place of a father for who's not in the picture. Again, for me it goes back to what if what if the guy, what if the biological father is dead, right? Due to being in the military, lost his life during combat or Because he had cancer at a young age, heart failure at a young age. It's a number of things. Like, you can't put that all on that. Like, if the father's still around and he chooses not to be in his child's life, that's his loss. Not the child. um, Yeah, that's his loss. So for her to say that, I laughed at it. I'm just like, and here's the thing, right? A lot of people were coming at her with the comments or whatever. And I'm just like, you got to let that slide. Some things you got to take with a grain of salt. And that comment she made is what you call a grain of salt. And for me, it's more like, you know, stepdads are winning. I'm a stepfather. I don't call myself a stepfather. My boy Steven is a stepfather. Um, My, um, Jolena's godfather is a stepfather. And we're all teaching teaching our children how to be outstanding people, outstanding human beings in the world that already hates them. So for a woman who says that a, a man is weak cuz he's a stepfather cuz he wants to take on a role of something that he didn't have to do cuz then the other thing is if a man says that I don't want to be with a woman who who has children, you you're going to say well, that's gonna, that makes her less of a woman. For whatever the case may I mean for whatever the reason may be, it's always going to be something. That's why men have it hard, but we don't We don't get into that. Um, why do women think that having a, um, a degree and a career is what attracts men? Newsflash, that does not attract a man. I'll be the first to tell you that. Um, what attracted me to my wife was she loved God. She really loved God. So much so that i seen her fruit. And so, yeah, she has some rough areas, but so did I. And, you know, when you get married, you, you're marrying an imperfect person. But we serve a perfect God. Can I get an amen on that? You know, um, like, even then, like, back then, men would be intimidated with a woman who had a degree. Now, men don't care that you have a degree, because if you're not loving, if you're not kind, if you're not able to motivate, able to be a, a suitable helper for a man, he's not going to want you, period. 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 I said what I said. If you don't like it, oh well. Um, but, yeah, so now, I mean, and by the way, my wife does have a degree. She's about to get her bachelor's degree in human resources. So that's not what attracted me to her. Yes, it's good for her to get that degree. I've supported her 110%. And I'm for it, so. That's not what attracted me to her. Obviously, she's beautiful, right? She's she's amazing. So, high school girls, team for, forfeit their game versus playing against a trans transgender player. Um, I don't blame them. Here's why I say that. If you've seen the movie, you a man that should tell you everything you need to know about it, period. Ain't no way, and I've probably said this before if, if, and I've said this to people around me if I dress like a woman now and go to go play in the WNBA, I would average, I would average 40 points a game easy because no one's going to be able to stop me. I won't be intimidated. I'm like, I'm stronger than you. I'm smarter than you on the basketball court. Even if you consider yourself to be faster than me, I'm too smart for that. So you may be able to run circles around me if you're 5'8 and shorter. Or whatever the case may be, well, I'll say 5'9 and shorter. Like, I'm smart. Highly have a high IQ when it comes to basketball. I'm going to dominate. When I was younger, easy 50. Easy 50. Probably average a triple-double just just for fun. Like, I probably get a quadruple-double every game. Like, it would be the history of the WNBA. (laughs) This person averaging a quadruple-double. Yeah, like, stop it. I don't blame them. Do not blame the young girls. Because what cause what are we teaching our children if it's okay for someone to claim to have a sex change? And, and you know, so let's dive into the men's conference. Um, at my church, we had a men's conference that was phenomenal. Um, what I saw was a lot of men who, who have hurt, who have been hurt, and because as children they were only seen and not heard, they were finally able to release all that they had been carrying on them. Um, I did not see now one dry eye in the room. Even I was crying, and I can admit that, you know, I do cry. Men do cry, and it doesn't make them less of a man for the ones that do cry. Um, But it was phenomenal. I can't believe that so many men came. I was about close to 200 men that showed up. And you could just see the weight that they were carrying were, was m- removed, and so that's that's a hard thing, right? I, I will never say that. You know, I'm trying to see how how can I phrase this without offending anyone, because we in, we live in this council culture world. Um, but I will never say that you know women have it harder than men, or men have it harder than women. But I will say this, men carry a lot of the burden because men carry the responsibility of the home. So, ladies, that's something that you will never have to bear. You know, even if you get your own place, um, yeah, even if you get your own place and you're taking care of yourself, if your father's in the picture, he's still responsible for you until you get married. He's still responsible. Because... You, you can't say, you know, women say they want a man that's going to provide, protect, have provision, do all these other things. And when you may or may not agree with it, it's a problem. So it's, you know, men men have a tough burden to, be, to bear. And, you know, for it to be, for, for the weight to just come off of what we have to deal with. And on top of that, there are men who are able to connect with one another to, you know, share some of their their hurt and not have to feel like they're going to be judged because most of the time women, yes, women like to throw it in men's face and then get upset when he don't talk to you. Well, it's a reason why. So that's what you get. Tough break. Do I feel bad? Absolutely not. Men, men are going to be men. And you have to allow a man to be a man. But if you don't and you try to strip it away from him, You're you're taking what he was created to do. So that's my take on that. I can't wait till next year until we have it again. Chris Beard, former coach of the Texas Longhorns men's basketball team, got another job after being fired, first being suspended, then fired from his last coaching job. Like, you can't make this up. And I know you can't say that it's not a black or a white thing, but it is. Because if it was a black coach, he wouldn't have had no job. He'd have been thrown through the ringer. It's just it's just we we carry, again, me being a black man, we carry so much on our shoulders, and we have so much. We're, we're, we're so scrutinized for any little wrong thing we do that there's no room for grace. Because as black men, I, well, I will say this because we are God's original creation, so everything else is just a copy. So, of course, because we're the original creation, it's an issue. But him getting another job, I don't think he deserves another job right now, especially after, for the, I believe it was domestic violence, if I'm not mistaken. Quote me if I'm wrong, somebody. It is what it is. Um, moving on, Chris Rock's stand-up. Mm, I believe it could have been better, but at least he's better than D.L. Hughley. So... I can honestly say that um, it you know looking back on some of well all of his stand-ups that I've seen him do, I wasn't as impressed anyway. Like he's like he said some funny things, right? But he he doesn't have the ones that just really tickle you the way like a Kevin Hart or a Dave Chappelle or a Bernie Mac or a Seth the Entertainer, like stuff you can just hang on to. Like he doesn't have that. But, again, like I said, he's better than D.L. He, he don't – like, what I like is that if you don't have no material or your material is not good enough for whatever reason because, you know, it's not that good, you want to talk about people in the in the crowd to make yourself feel better, mm, boo to you. Yeah, I said it, boo to the comedians who have to talk about people in the crowd to, to, to make their stand-up look good. Um – One of the things I get into a little bit later, well, I can talk about it now. Um, When when me and my wife went on a cruise, um, there was a comedian there. He clearly said he didn't come with no material. He said, y'all are the material. Like Now I will say this. For people who sit on the front row and go to these comedy shows, if you get up in the front, you're going to get called out. Black, you're going to get called out. There's no getting around that. You know, (laughs) you know, I think it's pretty hilarious actually. But I mean, don't get up. Like just sit there. If you got a pee, do whatever you need to do. Better hold it. Hold it. Cause um you will be the material of the jokes. Now that I understand, but a person just sitting there and they're paying attention and then you just pointing them out because you want to make yourself feel good, stop it. That just shows how, how less material you have. That's, that's just my opinion. So, moving on. Um, speaking of the cruise, um, yeah, because I'm not going to get too much into the Chris Rock thing. Like, you mentioned, you may mention of, I don't want to make another rapper mad at me type of thing, which you was shooting at Will Smith. Now, I will say this also. If Will Smith apologized to you and X, Y, and Z, he he was genuinely sorry for what he did. He made a mistake, you know. It, if, like I said, if he apologized, and I believe he did, but, but if he's sincere in his apology, and you still wanted to just try to throw him through the ringer, um, I mean, get out what you need to say and move on. And for Tony Rock, like a lot of these, a lot of these celebrities act tough until it's time to be tough, and then you're trying to figure out what happened. Like Tony Rock, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a I'm going to say I don't think. I do not believe that he's as tough as he say he is. Because he did a lot of talking when he was on stage. Will Smith ain't coming up here, bro. That's Will Smith. Will Smith, uh, bust your teeth in if it really came down to it. And then, like most people, when they lose a fight, they go get a gun. So I believe Tony Rock is that guy. He's that guy who loses a fight and then go get a gun to shoot you to, to, to validate his, his manhood when really you're you a weak man. Now, that's the definition of a weak man. But I digress. Going on a cruise was probably one of the most fun things I had the opportunity to do, and I'm glad I did it. Um, my wife and I went on a cruise, and it was just me and her. We left the children behind. Hashtag, we get them kids. Um, don't get me wrong, I love my children. They are, they are awesome, phenomenal. I, I appreciate appreciate them. Um, everything that they do. They are wonderful. From Julina from Robin to Junior. Um, yes. Julina's awesome. She's going to do great things. And I'm saying her first because she's 16. And she's going to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal is what she's going to be. And I can't wait to see her growth as she continues to get older. Um, Robin is, you know, is being Robin, she's six. So she's going to be who she is. And Junior copies everything I do but this cruise though never had I never ate and slept so much in my life like like it almost felt like I was a kid again because you know I'll say this going on a cruise everyone should do every every couple that has children need to get rid of the children unless you just want to bring them but get rid of the children so you can enjoy some husband and wife time and notice how I said husband and wife if you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you should be sleeping in separate rooms. That's just my opinion. You ain't got to agree with it. If you don't like it, email me at unfiltered0683 at gmail.com. Don't care. Uh, but, yeah, we ate, slept, had marriage enrichment, ate, slept. You know, that was kind of the routine. We ate, we slept, had marriage enrichment, ate. You know, we got to regain it, that enrichment energy to go again Amen. And you know that, that's, that's what we did. had a good time. saw a comedy show. Um, they had a um, marriage game where couples got up there they, they were asked questions about their marriage who like who who knew each other the best, you know had a blast. And I remember Thursday morning when we got, when we got back, I had to tell my wife, look we got to get back to reality because th- ain't nobody gonna serve us? We, we got to pick up our own plates, put the food in the trash or whatever crumbs that's left on our plate, and put our plates in the sink. Like there's no, there's no, um, the crew gonna gonna come gonna come take our plate. Now, could you imagine if if we could have crew members just take our food when we're at home? Come on, somebody. <laughs> hey, listen, I'd be happy one day. One day I'll be there. One day I will be there, and I won't complain. That's what the songs say. I won't complain. But, man, um, yeah, the cruise was a blast. I, I, I can't wait to go back. Next year, we're taking the children with us, and then the following year, it's going to be hashtag forget them children. Again, yes, I said it. I love my children, though. I love them. i do anything for them. Um, it's, national, it's, it's Women's International Month or International Women's Month, however you want to phrase it. But, yeah, I love women. That's God's greatest creation. I mean, after he created me, of course. But, yes, God's greatest creation is women. A lot of women doing powerful things, um, especially f- for me. Um, I've actually just started watching more women's college basketball, like, within the past year or so. And just just I'm proud of the Dawn Staley's of the world, the Coach of the world, you know, all these coaches that are women who are doing amazing things, who are doing everything, even the coach at Notre Dame. I can't think of her name. But she she's doing something amazing at, at Notre Dame. She's the first black black coach there, women coach, I should say. But, yeah, it's, man, it's phenomenal. Like, it, the, the culture's changing. Um, and not just there. You know, Serena Williams dominated tennis. And even though she came second – as, you know, even though she was second, um, as far as major titles won, like, she's still better than Steffi Graf. Like, Serena Williams changed how how you play tennis. And not not even that. Everybody feared her until she was pregnant. You did not want to step on a tennis court. <laughs> you did not want to step on a tennis court and play Serena Williams because you was going to lose. Like, you would already lost when she stepped on the court. But after she had that baby, her vulnerabilities came because she's a woman, right, not not to take away her dominance because she still competed and dominated. But it was just uh, no one feared her anymore. Th- that's really what it was. I mean, and you can say that with, you know, confidence. Well, I can say that with confidence. It's like nobody feared her. Nobody feared her. That's what it was. So, Twitch committing suicide, what would make him consider that hell is better than living on earth? You know, when you think about suicide, that's the biggest thing that comes up was, like, once you commit suicide, that's a sin that's unforgivable. And you go to hell. There's no, you go to heaven. And there's not a other special place where you can go. Because you committed suicide no that's that's murder that is murder and for you know a lot of men deal with it because they deal with a lot of things that women would never understand and I know women can say well we deal with things that men would never understand having your cycle don't blame that on men blame that on on Eve because she ate of the forbidden fruit <laughs> <laughs> that, has none, that, 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 that has nothing to do with man. So um, it's very unfortunate, you know. And, it, and it, again, it doesn't matter if you have money, because people who have money still kill themselves. So can't even use that excuse. Deshaun Watson have not heard nothing since his suspension. I wonder why. Because no one's talking about it. There's no need to talk about it. It's over and done with. So, that's how I feel about moving on. Being busy versus being productive. Kind of like this one here. Because you can be busy and not productive. You can be busy doing nothing. So, if you're going to be busy, make sure you're being productive with compartmentalizing your time, compartmentalizing what it is you say and do. Well, not what you say, but definitely what you do. Um, It's a lot that's going on, and we try to make excuses as to why we can't do something. Or we make excuses that we we can do something, just choose, we just choose not to do it. I think it's crazy, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I owe Kyrie Irving an, an apology. Here's why I say that. Um, he, I've been very critical of Kyrie Irving of as far as his stance on whatever the case may be. But realizing that he's done a lot outside of what everybody's talking about because everybody's focusing on the negative that they don't see the positive that he's doing. Now he's been traded to Dallas, and although I don't think they're going to get very far in the playoffs, they're not going to the finals. I know that for sure. Um, but – yeah, I apologize, Kyrie Irving, for my comments. Probably not never gonna hear them. But, you know, or maybe you will, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. So a white woman spoke about how she wants to be empowered like black women and that and that she is scared and even jealous sometimes. Um, My question to her would be, why do you feel like you're not empowered? Like, if, trust me, most of the black women that are empowered is because something happened to them and they refuse to let it control them. Let's just say, i.e., sexual assault, rape, verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. Like, all of these things play a part in they didn't allow it to over overtake them. Like, you can be empowered. You just choose not to. Like, black women had to do it because there was no other option. There was no way out that they could have gotten. Black women wasn't given that opportunity. Like, how is it that all men are created equal, but back then when the Constitution was written... Blacks were, even black men, were only three-fifths of a person. But the Thomas Jeffersons and the George Washingtons were okay with sleeping with our black women. But their wives, as what my pastor said, their wives have a vagina too. Why, you couldn't sleep with them. So you was committing adultery and raping these women who, that's that's for a whole other conversation. I can go on about that. But if you feel like you want to be in power like someone else, um, you can be empowered too. You just have to make the choice and, and 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 make the decision that you want to be empowered. But, you know, if you're going around saying my body, my choice, and you're married, hmm. <laughs> hmm, Um, moving on. I won't get back into that. I should actually. You know what? I I will get into it. Here's my take. So this past Sunday, my boy Jerry, shout out to him. Him and his wife, they have a baby on the way. So happy for him. Um, I'm, I'm happy to the fact that God is using him in a way that's going to change the, the traje- trajectory of the lives that are coming, like the communities, the, the generational curses. like All of this stuff is being shattered down because of what he, what he preaches every Sunday and on Thursday, during the therapy Thursday, like, he is changing the landscape on, number one, how black men are viewed, and number two, on, on the order of the family. So this past Sunday, he preached about abortion. And it came from a, definitely it was a genuine place where he came from, very educational. I believe that if you're 15 and older, or, but yeah, if you're 15 and older, you should watch it. It's on YouTube. Go look up Redefined TV. You'll see him and his wife. Um, and as he was talking about it, like, this is stuff I've been thinking about. You know, it's murder. It's in it's in the Bible. Abortion is murder. And he and look, he got on the women as well he got on the men. Because he even said that I that I loved, I like, I actually love to say it, you know, men love, love the the baby making process, but hate the the the, the baby. Uh, well, I think the baby the baby responsibility. But basically, saying you, you, you're okay to lay with a woman, but you're not okay to take the responsibilities that comes with it. You know, that that part. And don't get me wrong, married men struggle with it too. It's not just single men, but that's why it goes to say that marriage is for mature people. I didn't learn that growing up in church. Didn't didn't learn any of that. It wasn't even taught. It would. I don't. As I'm thinking back, I don't think it was ever even hinted at that you should wait till you get married. But now I'm at a church where hey, it is talked about, it's discussed, and and for women to say that it's my body, my choice. Once that seed and that baby starts forming, it's no longer your choice, because that baby has not has not been given a chance to to do something spectacular in the world because you aborted the baby. Again, this goes to men, hey, stop planting your seed in bad soil. Ladies, stop letting men plant seeds in you. Like that that's really what it is. If you if you can if a man can't wait till y'all are married to do things in a confined marriage, then don't do it. But don't don't tell me that Killing that baby who who wasn't given an option to 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 live to do something powerful in the world, like he gave this crazy number: sixty-three million children uh, have been murdered through abortion. Through abortion, and eighty-seven percent were single. Eighty-seven percent. That's crazy. And 1% is rape, I think he said, and the other 1% is, like, incest. So the, 11, so the other 11% that was mentioned uh, is in marriage where the woman didn't want to have children or the guy didn't want to, like, all of these things. Like, it was just staggering to me. And I may be misquoting if I am for, you know, charge it to my mind, not my heart. But what was being said was, like, it's It's insane. And so for, and it's in scripture, it's in Proverbs, you know, shed innocent blood. That's innocent blood. That baby didn't have a chance to make, make the decision on what he, wanna, he or she want to do with their life. But because you say it's my body, my choice. Mm, is it though? Because it's, especially if you claim to be a follower of Christ, because your body is not your own. You've been bought with a price. It's crazy, but I digress. Oh, <sighs> that was whew, just went into went in on that one. Um, a black woman wants to save all of her trips to do with her husband. Is she wrong for it? No, nope. that's her choice. You want to go on trips to do with someone with your husband? I'm for it. Um, but if you're not setting yourself up to be a wife, like if you're not doing doing what you're supposed to do before your husband comes, then are you really wasting your time? Or not even that. You can still go on trips by yourself just to, you know, get the peace because we all need peace. We all need to be rejuvenated, revitalized, and things like that. Um, we just have to get to a place where it's like, look, I'm going to go on these trips, and then when I go with my husband, you know, you can go with him too. It's just, you know, we all we all need our space to to, you know, recoup or whatever the case may be. All right, relationship advice. Um, so this kind of stems from we had lunch um, in our little breakout session between the men's conference, and they were talking about I expect expectations in the in the relationship or in the marriage per se. Well, I was saying a relationship and and you know, I've tried to explain that, you know, what you require of a person, what what you require of a person, if they don't do it, you don't have to deal with it. Like you don't have to be held to that standard that you always have to be with that person. Like like, no, you don't have to. And one of the things I said was, you know, my wife had to be able to cook, know how to cook. Not that I can't cook, but that was my requirement. That was my requirement. Period. So, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not hurt by it. I'm, not, and she was like, you were really one of the young ladies. Was like, you, you were really not, not be with her because she can't cook. I said, like, yeah, absolutely. Like that's a requirement. Like even now, God forbid anything happens to my wife Sophia that you know the Lord calls her home and I have to remarry. If you don't have the no relationship with God, we, because I, I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you to waste my time and I don't want you to be where well, I can work on it. You okay, you can work on it. Go ahead, work on it. In the meantime, I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to do for Christ. And if it works out, great. If it don't, that mean it wasn't meant to be. And on top of that, women should not be chasing men. I'm going to just throw that out there too. So for for men and women, if there's if there's in your standard of what you require for a woman, she doesn't meet it, you don't you don't have to bypass it. Like, that's just what it is. And you, you, you can't say to a man or a woman, well, you shouldn't do that because of X, Y, and Z. No. It's not your choice. Because, and I'll even say this too, and don't Kevin Samuels me, um, but if you are out there, you know, saying what your expectation is of, of the man you're looking for or the woman you're looking for, you better, as the person, be able to, better be able to meet it, period. Ain't no getting around that. So whatever it is you require of that person, guess what? Got to do it, or if not, somebody else will. All right, NFL news. The Chiefs are the Super Bowl champs. I know we already know this already. It's March. It's been a month since it happened. Um... My my thoughts on it was within the last, I guess, two and a half minutes, three minutes left in the game. Um, well, actually it was under two minutes, now that I'm thinking about it. They called a pass interference, or no, they called defensive holding on uh, the Eagles. And although it was the right call, I wouldn't have made the call if I'm the ref in that situation. Because let, let's see what Jalen Hurts can do with a minute and 40-some seconds left on the clock. Chiefs kick a field goal, field goal is good. Let's see what Jalen Hurts can do if he can drive his team down the field. That's what I wanted to see. Not give him 13 seconds to try to make it work. Everybody in Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Everybody not Aaron Rodgers, but he can throw the ball with a flick, flick of his wrist. That's not how that works. Like, let's, like, let's, you know, let, let, let's see what he can do in that minute and 45 seconds. That was, that was my take. Let's, let's at least give them an opportunity, but they didn't want that. The NFL didn't want that. They wanted to make sure the Chiefs won because, you know, Tom Brady's not playing anymore. So, yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson still doesn't have a contract. Um, what does that mean? Well, they placed on the franchise tag. Well, they placed the franchise tag on him, but he hasn't accepted it yet because he wanted to get paid. And he wants guaranteed money. I don't blame him. He wants that Deshaun Watson money, and I don't blame him because Deshaun Watson has not won an MVP. Lamar Jackson has. It's not to say that Deshaun Watson is better or not better than Lamar Jackson. They're pro- to me, they're on the same level, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. But who knows? The Cowboys let go of Ezekiel Elliott but have added Ronald Jones Jr. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, them letting Zeke go. And, you know, the Cowboys have added some more foul part added um Brandon Cooks, they added some pieces on defense. So we'll see. We'll see. Texans announced D'Amico Ryan as their new head coach. I'm going to give him an opportunity. I just hope that the Texans organization gives him an opportunity instead of letting two black coaches go in two years. Although I don't think Lovey Smith wanted to be there anyway. But he had a job to do. They paid him a little more money. But well, Lovey Smith has proved itself, in my opinion. That's just me. Um, so we'll see. OBJ still with no contract. Where do where do I think he should land him? Go to the Cowboys. Why not? Or go to a team that already has receivers, but can make it bad. Actually, may not be bad in Minnesota, in my opinion. Just throwing it out there. May not be bad in Minnesota. Him and uh, Justin Jefferson, um, let's see, where else could it be go? Everybody's talking to Jets, but Jets don't even want Ezekiel Elliott there because Michael Carter and um, Brees Saul both came, I said. Now, we good over here. I'm like, run, running backs' uh, lifespan is, what, five years, I believe, or two and a half years, that lifespan? Come on now. And I don't know. Brees Saul got hurt last year. I want to say Michael Carter got hurt too. So it was like, I'm sorry if you gotta run. If, if, no matter how many running backs you got, if you can add an Ezekiel Elliott to take some of some of the pressure off, like let's let's go, let's go for it. Why not? Um, so I guess we just wait and see. The Panthers now have the number one pick. Who are they going to pick? Well, it's either between C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. My opinion, um, that prop they might take Bryce Young. I I just think they'll take Bryce Young. I don't know why, but also, um, Aaron Rodgers could be slated for the Jets. And is Jordan Love ready to be the quarterback in Green Bay? I don't know. Yes, he did look good in his little stints when he when he was playing, so So, I'll give him that. He did look good. Um, Who are my top five quarterbacks in the league right now? And then I'm going to do, like, who are the top five running backs, in my opinion, top five receivers, tight ends. Um, Then we'll do defense, so on and so forth. Um, So, top five quarterbacks right now from five to one. I'll say number five. Ooh, this is tough. Actually, let me just say number one. Number one, obviously, it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is is doing Patrick Mahomes like things. Number two, gonna say Joe Burrow. Creole Joe Burrow is what I call him. Um, What he's been able to do, it's been phenomenal. Um, I can't knock it. Let's see. Number three, I'm gonna say Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yes. Number four, I'm going to say Josh Allen. And number five, it's tough. But I'm going to say number five. I'm trying to think about all these teams. (sighs) Because it's a lot. Oh, Jalen Hurts. And actually, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Telling her, I give him the nod over Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak Prescott, if he if he if he can play like he did against Tampa Bay in the playoffs, if he can play like that throughout the year, then we can have a different conversation. But I'm just not sold on him. Like he makes he he makes simple plays difficult. If that makes sense. So I don't know. I don't know, Sean Payton is a new coach in Denver. What does that mean for Russell Wilson? Um, Russell Wilson about to get his act together. That's that's about all I can say to that. So, yeah, that's my take on that. Russell Wilson, get your act together. We know you with Sierra. And get your act together is what they say. Get your stuff together. The NBA news, alright, how will the West be won? Honestly, I don't know. You can do a coin flip and go from there. Um, so many teams fighting for the play-in as well as their sixth seed. Um, right now, Denver is safe as far as I'm thinking about the top six teams. Denver is safe. Memphis is safe. Sacramento, oh my gosh, is safe. They're the two seed in the West. But They don't have any, like, playoff experiences. What's going to hurt them, in my opinion? Um, Durant is playing for the Suns now. Um, If he's healthy, the Suns got a chance to get to the finals. I believe it'll be, depending on where where they're at, um, it'll be either the Suns and the Warriors or the Suns and the Lakers. Everybody else I'm not considering. I don't trust Dallas. I've never trusted the Clippers. Don't trust Denver. Sacramento's too young. Uh, Memphis, they kind of get into their own way. Dylan Brooks um, starting to become more and more trash to me. Like he's barking up the wrong tree, in my opinion. Um, like, like you messing first. Like you coming at the team that, that had they just won a championship. And they've won four of the last six, or four of the last seven, no, four of the last eight. Champ in four, four championships in eight years, like you barking up the wrong tree. Stop it, stop it. Again, like I said, Kyrie Irving is that da- in is in Dallas. Is he gonna stay? I don't know. He might end up just coming to the Lakers, which I'd be okay with. Um, LeBron is an all-time scorer yet. He still hated, like, we need to just stop comparing Jordan and LeBron. People have their opinions on who's better, and it's in that. um, Jordan was a great scorer, but, like I said, I tell people we're basing it off six years. But he played 15, which means he lost nine times. So, if we're going to (laughs) say... Look, You know, LeBron went to the finals ten times and lost six. I'm like, just going there is hard. And you expecting him to do everything? Like, Jordan didn't have to do everything. Scottie Pippen was the LeBron James on the team. Like, from the time Pippen came in the league, like, him, Jordan, and Elijah one were the best players. Period. The best pure athletes. And people say that... LeBron wouldn't make it in the '80s and '90s. Yes, he would, because there would be nobody like him. There would be no one like him. Could you imagine Magic Johnson in LeBron's physique? Come on. Magic was killing it with what he was doing in the '80s by itself, but by him just being Magic. Now give him, not saying that LeBron takes steroids, but give give him LeBron's speed, athleticism. Come on. Come on. Jumping ability, stop it. No one will stop the Lakers. The Lakers will win every year. Just saying. Come on now. You're killing me, Smalls. Um, The great Willis Reed passed away. Um, Phenomenal player. Won two championships with the Knicks in 70 and 73. That was the last time the Knicks won anything (laughs) since 73. They got to the finals, but they ran into that, that Nigerian nightmare that they call Hakeem Olajuwon. And, yeah, that's that. Um, John Morant as a player, um, great player. Got a chance to see him in person. Dropped 49 on the Rockets easily. Like, I not want to say he did it in, like, three quarters. But I think because the game got a little close, he came in or whatever. So, yeah, Um, what he did outside, like, I I still didn't see – And I I guess I don't need to see what happened. That's why he he, um, was suspended for eight games, which he really wasn't suspended. He just walked away from the team. They just honored him because he wasn't with the team as a suspension. No, that's not a suspension. He should have been suspended the eight games. Adam Silver getting a little soft. That was David Stern. He would have been suspended and served his eight. Um, Yeah, the Kings is a two seed. It's a surprise to me. But, you know, I mean, let's see if it'll last. Let's see if it'll last. Um, The Cavs beat the Nets last night. Pelicans beat the Hornets. The Magic beat the Knicks. And the Clippers beat the Thunder. Yay. Um, Moving on. The NCAA tournament is here, and the madness is already happening. Like, this is the whole point of March Madness. Like, I love March Madness. March Madness is – like just just watching, like these games and these lower seeds beat these top seeds, te- top seeded teams. Um, Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue. <laughs> a 16 seed beat a one seed for the second time. The last time it happened was Virginia, which that's another team you, you should never trust. I believe they lost to Furman in the first round. They were a four seed. But I love it. I love it. Um, Princeton. It's still in. They made it to the Sweet 16. If they can win again, that would be great. Um, like, a lot of teams, like, everybody's bracket should be busted. Unless you have U of H or Alabama winning it all, your bracket's probably busted. Rick Matino is the new coach at St. John's after getting Iona to the, to the playoffs. I mean, not playoffs, to the tournament. And Toby Anderson, who was the coach at Fairleigh Dickinson, is now the new coach at Iona. Again, like I said, this men's tournament is always good. This is why you can never predict it. Like, you just, you just can't pick all the top seeds to win. Like, all the one seeds are never going to make it to the, to the final four. I, I've never seen it happen. Um, I don't think it would ever happen because you have to be good for six nights. You have to literally be – well, I take it back. You have to be good for four nights in order for all the one seeds to get there. And it just don't work like that because you're not playing on your home court, so you're going to a neutral site. Yeah, so that's my take on that. Um, Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy is four points shy at passing um, the all-time record. And there was some talk about them being able to get into the NIT, but they had a losing record. I don't feel bad for you. I don't. have should have played better. Your team should have played better. Score all the points you want, but your team ain't playing good. Guess what? You're not getting there, my boy. Do I feel bad? No, sure don't. NCAA Women's Tournament has been good this year. It was good last year, too, but the emergence of this sophomore, Angel Reese, out of LSU, whew, she been balling. she been balling. Then, um, like, obviously South Carolina's going to win it all. Um, yeah, I'm still picking them. UConn, don't sleep on them. They can get to the Final Four. Um, just finished watching Miami and Villanova. Miami got a nice little squad. Villanova got a girl who just gets buckets. Just gets buckets. Um, like I said, I'm still picking. And this Yukon team, like, I'm not sleeping on I believe they look at like the UConn of old – that had you, Deanna Taurasi, Diana Tarasi's, Sue Bird's, um Maya Moore, like, Brianna Stewart, like, all all these players that went to UConn, like, they led the UConn to bowl. Can't wait to see what they're going to do. <sighs> so, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when it comes to with this LeBron Jordan debate, like. And his, his was crazy, right? People who play football, who don't even understand the game of basketball, they say they do, but they don't, are saying that Jordan is better than LeBron. I'm like, no, no matter what LeBron does, they're always going to say, "Well, Jordan could have did it, but he didn't." Jordan retired in 2003, and LeBron started playing in 2003, in the fall. Like, Jordan didn't want that smoke. That's why he retired. That is why he retired. And let's just let's just look at Jordan's track record. Him as a baseball player, hmm. Awful. Him as a general manager, hmm. Him as an owner, hmm. So this just goes to show you, if you don't have the right people surrounding you, you're not going to be successful. And he hasn't been successful. Let's just call it what it is. In either of those categories, I'm not even going to get into his personal life. Like, neither one of his sons played in the NBA, right? But is about to go to the NBA. He's slowly coming up as one of the – I think he's top 50 right now as one of the um, uh, high school players. And he's coming to the McDonald's All-Star game. I mean, McDonald's All-American game, right? The dude is awesome. I think he's 6'3", 6'4". Can jump through the roof. Obviously, he definitely get it from his father. Um, But stop it. Let's, like, Jordan needed Pippen. (laughs) He needed Phil Jackson to do what he needed to do. He didn't get that in Doug Collins. He didn't get that in the coach before that. He didn't get that in, in D.C., like he didn't get that, so sorry, not sorry. But in, like I said, in my opinion, LeBron is the better. He's the greatest of all time. Um, just what he's, just what he's been able to do on the court and off the court. He's a billionaire while he's still playing. Jordan ain't that. He didn't become a billionaire until after. After. Not before or while he was playing after. And I know times are different, right, because that's going to be the excuse. See, the thing is we make excuses for Jordan, but we don't give no excuses for LeBron. LeBron has always made the right basketball play, and he's criticized for it because he passed the ball instead of shooting it. Like, if, the, if, if, there, are, if there are three people guarding him, that means there are four people that are open. Somebody's open. He passed the ball. It's up to the other person to make the shot. Like, it's a miss or make lead. Miss me with that. Final thoughts, and I'm going to get out of here. Man, it's been fun doing this. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, So there's going to be a new name. Um, I spoke to my wife about it, and she likes it. And so here it is. Drum roll, please. The new name for the podcast is called A Different Perspective. Why you ask? I'm glad you asked. Is because everybody has a, a, a perspective on how they view things, right? How they view situations, how they view people. Um, it's always good to listen from that person's perspective, not that their perspective is right or wrong, but it's good to hear, so maybe it can be tweaked a little bit. Um, an example, let's say someone, someone who says they want to lose weight, right? Most people say you just just go walking, do a little light jog or whatever the case may be. You should be good to go. But you can also lift weights. You don't have to lift heavy, lift light. So you can tone up. That also helps. Less weights, more reps. That, that's just, you know, something to think about when you think about perspectives. Um, of course, you know, the music, I own, I own no rights to the music I play. And the song you heard today was from Trip Lee called Right Out the Gate. And until next time, if you say you you can't say you love God, I mean, if you say you love God and ha- and hate His people, that means you don't have the love of the Father in you. So until next time, love, peace, and hair grease. I'm kidding. No, seriously though. Um, if you if you love God like you say you do, you should love His people too. Until next time, peace.